1: Hello, oh,
2: welcome everybody. Welcome back to Stardust RPG on Trails of Stardust. I'm William Orshani, and I am your game master for this fucking nonsense.
1: <laughs>
0: and we're only
2: just getting started today
0: oh yeah it's hard out there for a pimp but it's hard in here for a me (laughs) oh
2: this was great i loved every second of that thank you so much uh joining me today we have jeremy
3: hi i'm jeremy i am playing kendall fairchild an aladrin warlock who is gonna try to seduce a dragon today we're gonna see how that goes Ah, uh, I I predict
2: interestingly.
3: Uh, well, yes, especially says I. I think people are vastly overestimating Kendall's game, including <laughs> Kendall.
4: Yeah. If Kendall fails, Mistle is here. I'm just saying. Yeah, Mistle will seduce
5: the dragon. Yes, she's been. No, Mistle got assigned
6: to the away team. Mm.
3: And if Mistle fails, then it's on Till. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh and Sen Uh I'm Sen, I'm not here. Uh <laughs> Uh I am playing Colton, the uh, artificer gadgeteer, mastermaker, mastermaker, who's just standing back going like just like the last one standing going I I'm sorry, I don't know what they were all doing.
2: <laughs> and Jack the Second
5: Hi, I'm Jack the Second. Um, I play Surprise, an ethereal sorcerer who's going to lead a heist.
6: Criminal Mastermind.
5: Well, criminal something, that's for sure. Mastermind <laughs> is mind. yet to
0: be discovered. Criminal Mind. Uh,
2: uh, and Holly?
4: Hi, hey, I'm Holly. I'm playing Mistle in Far and Rogue, who doesn't realize what seduction actually is, even though she's been taking notes on it.
1: Mm-hmm.
7: <laughs> and Craig, I, I play just us, uh, a Swarmkeeper Ranger, uh, Domain of Light Cleric, and a uh, uh, philosopher. Now,
0: I guess. We'll call it philosophy. Yeah, sure. Are you publishing that? And (laughs)
2: And Jack the Elder.
6: Hi, everybody. My name's Jack. I am playing Till Wayland, the ostensible leader of this ragtag band of nutballs. He's a Way of the Iron Path monk, an avian uh, from a spacer family, and hopefully going to get this new ship a better engine with the help of all of this nonsense.
1: (laughs) Oh, fuck.
2: My face hurts. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And as always, Black Lives Matter, trans rights are human rights. Eat the rich. Uh, Be safe out there. Anyone who is either still or will be in the future feeling the effects of a hurricane that just passed through.
0: Um, and if you're passing by uh, Fulton County Jail, just point and laugh. Oh, is that where he's that where he's at right now? I mean, I don't yeah, know if he's in Fulton that, County. I don't know if that's where he's at currently, but that's where his mugshot was taken. It's... So
5: <laughs> there's commemorative graffiti. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it just says it says MAGA. My ass, got, my ass got arrested. <laughs> that's perfect.
6: Yeah, no, he's out on bail. He's not in a jail cell no. by any stretch of the imagination. Fulton
0: County is where he got his mug shot taken. So again, mm-hmm. point
4: and laugh. <laughs>
6: there you go. Hold
4: on. William's frozen, but he's still talking in the other room.
0: Oh. You're uh, frozen. Hold on. Shawnee, turn off your Starfield download.
6: <laughs> 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 I got mine done like two days ago.
7: I, uh, I'll i be right back for unrelated reasons.
6: <laughs> <laughs> Turn
0: off the Starfield download in Steam. It's not downloading yet.
2: <laughs> I, I legitimately just need to run a Holly at some point. I need to just run an Ethernet cable from my computer to that router because the Wi-Fi on this computer has been getting steadily worse.
4: I'm fine with that. Talk to the Austin. He knows these things. I don't. Yeah.
2: Uh, but, uh, yeah, when, when last we left off, uh, this group,
0: uh, had it hatched some plans, several, in fact,
2: um, intending to, uh. in exchange for getting the starship engine that they needed for their for their new vessel, uh, had agreed to acquire a magical orb uh, of draconic power from a black dragon famously known uh, throughout the various nations as Sturial Faust. Uh, and uh, to do so, several different plans had been hatched. Uh, the initial one uh, being to attempt diplomacy uh, to see if perhaps a bargain could be struck uh, between the Black abandoned and and the, and the, dust, and the dust Knights uh, to see if there might be some way to acquire the uh, to acquire the ore peacefully this method of diplomacy was very quickly augmented by an offer from Kendall to seduce the dragon. Uh, in order to gain the upper hand for these negotiations uh,
0: we'll uh, see how uh, that goes augmented is a strong word
3: <laughs> let's be specific the exact phrasing was get the dragon d
7: more like who knows know. that's
0: you, fine you lost, you you lost. lost. No, I know who oglof is yeah I just refused to laugh <laughs> that's fair uh,
2: <clears throat> the secondary plan uh, was put in place to try and perform a heist uh, if possible theoretically even while negotiations were ongoing uh, that certainly won't potentially cause a problem with negotiations if, uh, if the heist is discovered while negotiations are ongoing uh. Uh. But in in preparation for assisting with their attempts to seduce, Furial Faust, the ancient black dragon. Uh. Uh. Kendall has decided to seek out a contact from an enjoyable previous night. Uh. Who
0: is simply in their phone as tongue. Uh. It, the quick question, quick clarifying question: Is the T capitalized or not?
3: Yes because auto capitalization probably
0: is there... whether it are there any punctuation added to it
3: I don't think so because again like whether it whether it was typed in or uh, whether it was is a, is a nickname or just a reference to a body part it would have been lowercase regardless and then auto corrected to uppercase. With any potential punctuation removed.
0: Clarifying question. Words. Oh, emojis. Well. No. Clarifying question. If I recall, is your phone is also your like your arcane focus for your magic?
2: I, no, I believe your arcane focus is also your pact because it's your necklace.
0: Yes. Okay. Okay. Cool. I, for some reason, I had in my brain that your that your phone was your focus, and I was really concerned about what that might mean. But never mind. Carry on. <laughs> no. Wait.
3: Wait. Wait. I think you might actually be right on this because the necklace can be taken off and given to other people. Right. Yes. Mechanically. Yes. Yeah, and but... that would that thematically would not work well for that's where i get my power from yeah so i think you're right i think it's my phone
0: that's what i remember I, from from earl from, from early early in the, in the campaign that it was your phone that was your focus so is what is the font <laughs> because there's no way it's a standard phone font if it's an art oh it's 100% phone.
7: not <laughs> it is it's helvetica but with two l's
3: no That would be if it was a fiend warlock, but I appreciate that. I know. Also, I feel like it's a
0: real font, and it is basically a font that the kerning is intentionally fucked up between each letter, and several of the letters are different fonts from one another. Anyways, continue. What?
3: (laughs) I feel like it is. It's something that would be a little tacky, but not too tacky. Uh, It's papyrus. (laughs)
0: <laughs>
3: yes i am satisfied it, because it, it's the right amount of whimsical for fey it is a little bit tacky but it's
2: not too tacky
1: it Sorry, still this, looks is font, good. this is the font
2: on what again the phone on the phone the font on your phone okay the phone the, yeah. all the text on your phone is in papyrus yes. yeah yes. excellent hundred percent
0: and just so that other people can suffer through this too uh what have you done? I'm just gonna put it in the roll 20 chat. Uh a link to Helvetica It's not actually the individual letters aren't actually different fonts. That's a different font. Um but it is intentionally
6: fucked. That up, is turning. the worst. <laughs> Every my oh, oh, get that off my screen. I love that the tagline for this font is Kern in hell. Yes. The tagline is Kern in hell. <laughs> oh! <laughs>
0: it's horrible. It's the worst. No! It's the worst font.
6: Oh, I'm going to use this for some type, World of the shit. I mm. typed
0: my resignation letters in Helvetica. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair.
3: But no, that hurts my fucking editor brain.
2: So, to begin with, before we get to Kendall and Tongue... (laughs) The Barleys were dead to begin with. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We open with a surprise and a conversation with Till and a phone that is currently being held to allow Surprise to call an individual on the world of
6: Nocturna. So, yeah. uh, Now I'm completely forgetting the Oracle's name. Let me pull up the party notes. She's right at the top. Mm. Janya can maybe give you some insight as far as where her Ability to see the future places your existence as far as what's apparently coming down the spaceways.
5: I think, I think we should call her then.
6: All right. Well, go ahead and hit the green button. We'll see what she has to say.
7: Is just us there or is it this just the two of you?
6: Just the two of them.
7: Okay
2: phone rings a couple of times uh, and uh, after a moment uh, it picks up surprise to
6: a pleasure to hear from you
5: okay that's a little creepy he knows
6: Here's what's what gonna I happen do. before yeah hmm? hi Janya to what do I owe the pleasure Well, Surprise is kind of our newest teammate and kind of was wondering if you had any insight as far as where she fits in to this whole shenanigan. Hmm?
5: I thought it would be nice to know the actual wording of the diagnosis and whether or not it's catching.
2: So you wish to know the mechanics of fate.
5: I mean, if you've got them on hand.
2: I will repeat to you what I told the rest of the dust knights on their meeting with me. Fate is not something that is set in stone. It is not something that can be read to perfect uh, prediction. Fate is a series of circumstances and situations... It is the galaxy putting events in front of people and will always be ultimately determined by the decisions those people make in that moment. Fate is a series of questions and are formed by your answers to them.
5: So, the what you're saying is, I do what I want. Always. You sure know how to sweet-talk an ethereal.
2: The fate that I have seen for the Dust Knights is that they are in the position to be the ones most capable of halting the advance of a dangerous dimensional invasion. What they do with that information, whether they succeed or not, is up to them and the decisions they make in moment-to-moment. The Dust Knights, as an individual, may grow or shrink as members arrive or leave, but the entity that is their combined effort is what is vital to this destiny. It is only as a group that the Dust Knights may prevail or fail in altering this fate. It is up to you to decide what to do with that.
5: I think I can work with that.
2: May I help with anything else?
6: Actually, you don't happen to know... If Fural Faust has a particular weakness, he does spot. indeed
2: have the orb. But as far as, as far as weaknesses, you'd best be looking less for weaknesses and more for convergences—places where his goals may align with yours.
6: Okay.
0: Hi, we're here to stop an interplanet interplanet invasion of fiends uh, on the world at large, and in order to do so, we need a ship that can help us fight them. In order to do that, we need that orb you've got in your treasury. Could you help? (laughs) Uriel Faust is an individual
2: that... I do not see many situations in which you will triumph in a direct confrontation.
5: Well, that's why we're going to be sneaky.
2: Indeed. And while that may prove to your advantage, you would likely be gaining a powerful enemy who holds grudges for a very long time. You could do this, and I foresee danger in your future. I foresee danger in your future no matter what approach you take. But... The individual known as Furio Faust is above all pragmatic and should an appropriate case be made can be reasoned with even to part with that which he values so long as that which he values more remains in its proper place. There are ways and information that you could glean that would assist in creating perhaps not an ally, but a resource out of this dragon. Just understand that you will also be a resource to him.
6: I mean, that's kind of... We join the Core Adventurers Guild. Being a resource is kind of comes with the territory so i don't think that's going to bother anybody too much Hmm.
2: and of course whatever you do do not threaten his daughter okay
0: Hmm. i mean kindle explicitly wants to be a resource for faust is there anything else
6: Everything okay with you? You doing all right down there on Nocturna? I get by.
2: I could use a little bit more sunshine, but such is the planet I chose to call my home.
6: We've got kind of a sunshiny person that might be convinced to drop by for a visit.
2: <laughs> yes, I'm sure the secret keeper desires to have a conversation with me at some point.
6: Yeah, he woke up. So I'm sure you saw that coming at some point. But uh, yeah, maybe he'll be in touch. I'll see.
3: The word you were looking for, then, is receptacle, not resource.
0: I was just thinking of something that you could utilize again and again and again.
2: The uh, I have a much clearer view of the past than the future. I saw the moment his new self emerged.
0: I think I think Kindle's worth like two, maybe three dots and resources.
3: <laughs> Rock system.
5: I mean, I don't think it's worth bragging about having a clearer view of the past than the future. I think that's pretty universal.
6: There's an old film called Memento that you should watch, <laughs> surprise.
5: <laughs> I'm down to watch movies.
6: Excellent. We'll 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 get a crew night together. Hmm.
2: My task as an oracle is to see and understand things. This includes events that are happening right now. Uh, for instance, uh, you should probably be aware that uh, your former ward Till is uh, likely about to have
6: significant portions of her memory excised. I'm sure you've had that plan discussed already, but just uh, this is the easy. first I'm hearing about it. Uh, we'll be in touch. Thanks, Janya. Click. Mm.
4: <laughs> Hi, That's,
6: Kong.
4: That said, Mistel was on her way after she left <laughs> Till, or after she left Kendall to talk to Till about this.
6: <laughs> so you probably run into Till going roughly full speed out of the bridge. <laughs>
4: Till, Till, I need to talk to you about where's Kendall. Oh, she's going to meet this person that she met the other night to have like our plan taken out of her head so that she can focus on seducing Faust.
6: Sounds
5: like a good idea to me.
6: And I was supposed to tell everyone, please, you still have it. Mm. Oh, yeah, here you go. Uh, and I'm going to... How long ago did she leave? Like, ten minutes ago? Uh, okay. I came
4: uh, to find you right away.
6: Did she tell you where she was going?
4: No, she had a contact in her phone.
6: He's gone. Colton? Yes? I need you to ping... Kendall's communicator. We need to find out where she's at on Gilgamesh right now. Send coordinates to my uh, com as soon as you have them. Why? She's about to make a bad decision at the wrong time. Uh, and is headed out the... Uh... Wait, till,
5: till. Why do we want her to I... know about the heist? If she's going to go do the thing with the dragon, why do we want her to know... Oh,
6: Till can't hear you anymore. He is out of your shot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, M- <Mistel laughs> he flies very fast.
5: And buy it.
4: <laughs> Mistel had attached herself to Till. Okay. Sh- Shoulder, uh, head, whatever she can, can get.
6: Can I get. If he's going at full speed, can I. Mm-hmm. I think Mistel might need to make an athletics check. Uh, I don't or know acrobatics. how. Pick one. Okay. I don't know uh, how high the DC would necessarily still, be. go acrobatics. But... I will Um
5: The is gonna <laughs> lazily just sort of drop through the floor until they get to engineering where <laughs> they expect Coltarn is. And <laughs> probably beat Till there. Well I mean, oh, Till's till, headed out of the ship, so I was gonna
6: oh, say, yeah. Yeah. I called okay. Coltarn on my com and asked well, him for I'll that favor.
5: <laughs> Coltarn in and tell him that I think it's a bad idea to enable Till. <laughs>
2: So, um, so unless you are, are you actively trying to throw Mistel off or do you just not care if she's falling? No,
6: I'm just making as full speed as possible. So if 11
1: is enough I will, her say, her to an, hang I will on... say
6: an 11 is enough for her to at least hold All on okay. Right, you fly at yeah. okay. full speed. <laughs> as Mistel's doing dog with head out window. Down. <laughs> so, yeah,
5: down! So,
6: explain. I you know
5: Toad's like in charge, but you might want to consider belaying that message... Um, because we've got one person who's going to go fuck the dragon that we are going to go steal stuff from, is who is currently trying to forget that we're going to steal stuff from the dragon. And for some reason, Till thinks that's a bad idea. <laughs>
0: I'm sorry, just. I'm very confused.
5: Uh, well maybe, maybe you should just sit down until you understand.
0: I'm just gonna call till back
2: on the comm. <laughs> till your comm is ringing for
6: coltarn, right so there's probably some uh atmospheric turbulence over the mic, but he comes through coltarn. what do we have uh
0: first question what? <laughs>
6: I need to find Kendall as quickly as possible before she does something that might undermine this plan if it's not done at exactly the right time in exactly the right way.
0: Could you be clearer, please?
6: She's going to change her memory, I believe, based on what Mistel said. Mistel, tell me if I'm getting anything wrong. Uh, she so she that...
4: just wanted to forget about the heist,
6: which is potentially helpful but we might need to do this at the proper time because there's still planning in place that we might need her to consult on. And if she removes her memory, that's going to make things much harder and much more complicated unless she does it at the right time once all of the planning has been completed. And we also figure out if maybe there's other people who need their memory excised as well.
0: So, Till, let me just field this then. Instead of... Blitzing out after her, invading her privacy, finding her location and her friends and contacts and utterly ruining any, what, any friendly relationship you might have with her in the immediate sense. We could, and this is just a suggestion, erase her memory again in the future if needed.
5: And if we find somebody to do it, aren't we going to an entirely different place next?
6: And we might need her to have those thoughts intact
0: in order for us to
6: be effective there as well.
0: If I'm understanding correctly, so far, the plan that has been presented by Kendall is to remove the the knowledge of the theoretically planned potential heist that we have no actual plans for yet and no actual actionable data for yet from her brain. I I appreciate those thoughts, surprise, but we don't have anything actionable yet
1: from (laughs) her brain.
0: Which will amount to roughly, if I were to put this in technical terms, about 10 megabytes of data from her brain erased. This is information that could be reinstituted into her memory with a single conversation uh, or a a single single spell spell.
2: if any of you have access to greater resto
0: or a single spell I don't think it's as critical of an issue as you are believing it to be in the moment I think you are stressed and overreacting And you might need to...
6: So, Shani, I'm getting a lot of runaround from my companions here. What do I need to roll to see if I can track down Kendall myself the old-fashioned way, given that... (laughs) I've probably covered in the amount of time that this conversation has happened, about a half mile of linear distance.
0: Roll me, roll me survival. Like, so if I'm understanding correctly, she's erasing five sentences from her brain and you're freaking out about it.
6: Uh, we have no idea I love what she's... Chaos. As you say, we have no idea what she's erasing from her brain.
0: We'll find mean out. <laughs> we'll talk to her in, in 30 minutes
7: all all of this is happening meanwhile just us is like still standing on the observation deck just going ah, the oh, artificial go. sun's nice today
6: <laughs> <laughs> i hope till liked my thesis i'm going to use my uh, inspiration on this one better okay <laughs> just us is like we should write more <laughs> right um
2: It's a big station, but you know the station. And you also know roughly where she'd be going, considering it was someone that she met recently. I will say that you are in the right area, even if you have not exactly located uh, Kendall yet.
0: You could also try calling her. (laughs) Coltarn
4: says I, I, I comms. I, I was about to say, can Still try calling her? Well, it's <laughs> no, so I really wanted out, him to rush in there, time. freaking out,
3: show up, and have her say, why didn't you call me?
6: Look, Jeremy, I'm trying to get in the right frame of mind for no, Sunday's game. No, I'm all game. for
3: it.
0: I'm all <laughs> for it. Yeah. Okay, fair so, point. Yeah. So, yeah, so, like... <laughs> culminating in, you could also just call her Mistle, calling Kendall.
2: <laughs> so, Mister Kendall, your phone goes off with, with Mistle's yeah. number.
3: I feel like I'm like right outside the door where I'm supposed to
4: be like, oh. Yeah. Hey, what's up? Where are you? <laughs> She's pulling. Why, what's the... wrong? Till, going fast.
3: Wait, why, why? <laughs> are you under attack? What's up?
4: he's trying to to find you why because erasing things from brain bad according to tell
3: and there's just about two seconds of silence
1: I'm gonna fall off
3: it's only much calmer where are you right now
1: I
4: don't tell where are we
6: till uh, so we'll give you a, a set of cross corridors.
4: Okay.
6: Which is on, probably... On X sometime- and Y, yeah. Street, y, yeah. And street <laughs> intersection. Effectively, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
6: I'll find you. Click. <laughs> She'll find us. All right. Was it, I'll find you in a, in like an intentional sort Oh, yeah, sort she's of mad st- at you. No, no. <laughs> Was it, I'll find you like an intentional sort of statement... Where it sounds like she's actively engaged in that right now, or was it, I'll find you in the sense of, they'll wait until I'm done doing what I actually came here to do ahead of time, and then I'll wander in later so that they just stay in one place and don't actually come find me and
4: have um, a conversation
6: before we actually do you something.
4: You know, I, I trust her, so I'm going to say
0: she's Insight going to
6: find check. <laughs> one, baby! Oh, there, there we, we go. Go.
0: I love how why he, why he you he just, hasn't yet Fuck. dropped. Like Till hasn't yet dropped the bodyguard mentality. One
5: hundred percent. Oh yeah. that surprise surprise called him out on that to an empty bridge.
1: <laughs>
5: why are you
4: overreacting on this, by the way?
6: And I'm I making are... my way there. Might be overreacting. You are not incorrect. That's is what it I because said. you
0: like her? On the comms. <laughs>
6: <laughs> Sorry, what?
4: Oh, is it because you like her?
6: I have no fucking idea how I feel about Kendall personally. Well, you um, are
0: acting like a bit of a possessive boyfriend right now. Yeah.
6: I've never had a possessive boyfriend, so I'll take your word for that. Mm. I have. Okay. Well, we can... Teenage teenage dwarves tend to be possessive boyfriends. Yeah, really. (laughs) We can discuss that a bit later when... I understand that there's a lot of... I've had some bad run-ins with memory modifications before, so I might be a bit paranoid about this particular circumstance.
5: Sure. Yeah, but you're not a bodyguard anymore. Kendall can make her own choices. And she chose not to consult you first. Are we still on the
4: phone call with them, I'm guessing? Yes. I <laughs> suggest so. <laughs> yeah, because Connie sure. surprised like, right next to me
1: with the call. Right, yeah.
6: You got her, you got, it's you speaker. guys are it's on speaker. speaker. Yeah, right, yeah.
1: yeah right. <laughs> yes,
2: Jeremy?
3: I am, hold on, I'm checking here really quick. Um, So I can't do that one.
2: You're not super um, far from the intersection. That, yeah. That...
3: I am. The first thing that I am doing is Misty Stepping. I am getting there as quick as I can. Okay. 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 Partially because I want to be there unseen for at least part of this conversation. I'm, mm-hmm. I, and
0: I'm on speakerphone specifically because I'm still working on the crew. Like, just like. It's just. because if together you weren't,
5: surprised, would put you on speakerphone.
0: So I'm going to Misty
3: Step and then cast Fly. So, my move. So, um. My movement speed is a 60 foot fly speed, yeah. <laughs> and I just, at some point, I'm just sitting on the core, leaning against the cord of a wall, watching this
6: conversation. May I request some sort of role, given that my passive perception is 22? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> yeah. stealth. Uh, hold on, I'm checking. Yeah,
3: yeah, okay, no.
0: Um, monks and their passive perception
3: 14, let me see what I can do about that um, <laughs> I
2: will however say that this will be an active perception because you are trying okay. to spot someone on your periphery while having a conversation with someone.
6: Absolutely,
2: people. 100% mm-hmm.
3: And if it's a failure I'm going to use one of my pack to the talisman I Also I have four inspirations so we're going to see how this goes Okay, so 19. you need to be a nineteen. Okay, so my my my. I have one inspiration
6: left too, so I'm just gonna roll that real quick right now. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. Twenty three. Really I love how we're putting all of our resources. Right, into this. <laughs> you're just gonna <laughs> burn it all right <laughs> out the gate. This I am out a, of inspiration.
0: This is this is the final show. Films pro- uh, promise Ooh. we will wait. We will waste all of our resources before they're needed, and then in combat, wish we had them. Because,
5: <laughs> because that, use that talisman. We're going to be rolling yep. to seduce the dragon, and uh, Kendall's
3: going to have nothing to use. So use one of those, which I think is actually the first time i fucking used this.
2: You use the pack of the talisman? Probably, yeah, I think so. It's a tie, so I will say that you notice that she's there, but not before she gets there.
6: Oh yeah, okay, that's fair. Stop, Till! Ken- Kendall, hi. Are we
3: using the nice voice now?
6: I have a nice voice? Yeah, because you just put it, you just used it.
0: I I mute my comm and then turn to surprise. <laughs> Let's see how long it takes him to notice we're still on the comm.
5: <laughs> oh, oh, thank you so much for muting. I want to hear everywhere.
0: So,
6: all
5: right. Kindle.
3: Hey, I'm fine. She'll fly
4: over and sit on
6: Kindle.
3: I haven't, I haven't erased my memories yet. I know things. Okay.
6: Good. Um. I was given the very brief summary of what you were planning on doing, and. I think that I don't want you to do something I think that having it done at the right time is also very important to making it work effectively. Okay. And based on what Mistel said I assume it's so that when you're talking with Faust, he's—it's harder for him to become aware that there might be a backup plan playing out.
3: Yeah, and also when you, if you guys get found out too, so then I'm sure he'll question. And then if I don't know anything, it's just a coincidence. Or if okay. you don't get found out and it vanishes,
6: right. All right.
3: It's plausible deniability.
6: I like plausible deniability. Um, how well do we know who this person who's going to take out your memory, though? It was a good lay.
3: <laughs> Maybe. Well enough.
6: Okay, so trustworthy. I'd whole say show.
3: So.
6: Does he know your father? No. I don't think so. No. Okay. So not, not a family contact is what you're saying. No. Okay. All right. Um, I
3: wouldn't want to use a family contact anyways, because then that, that if, if things go really like really, truly bad and Fausti goes and finds the person who erased my memory, I don't want it to blow back on death.
6: Okay. That no, that makes sense. Uh, Should we get everybody else who's going to be on your team's memory erase too, then? Who's going to be on my team? is Everybody who's not sneaking well, is doing I diplomacy. Mean, <laughs> just Us is going to be with you, and Coltarn is going to be with you.
3: That's going to oh, make God. things real awkward during the sex.
6: I don't think they'll be with you during that <laughs> stage, per se. Although very quiet, just for surprise. I'm not there. I'm not there. Just
0: for for surprise, to say, Coltard slips the wrench that he was twisting with at the mention of him being there during the sex, and it's like, <laughs> mm-hmm.
5: what? You don't like dragons?
0: Nope. no, that's not, nope. Nothing's wrong. Let's <laughs> just continue on that. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> amazing
6: okay uh all right um but
1: so, no probably but not
6: but there's probably you, going to be yeah
3: go ahead you have concerns about this plan
6: some
0: okay. and body
6: <laughs> more about the timing and whether it's yeah mm-hmm and so your
3: reaction was to of come being and try a have a normal person in calling me was to race through the streets fast enough that apparently Nista was having to hold on for dear life.
4: And he's really fast.
6: Till will name three planets here. Okay. Okay. All of them were planets where while he was Kendall's bodyguard, she managed to get out of sight for a period of time, and definitely did not answer his calls, uh-huh. which were the first thing that he tried to do.
5: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I told you, still bodyguard, Mike. <clears throat> right? But
3: kill. You realize things have changed kind of significantly since that.
6: Well, yeah, but I still assume that you would not feel bad about ignoring a phone call that you didn't want to have at the time, so I figured I'd just come in person.
3: But the point is, you didn't even
6: try. You just I mean,
3: assumed and rushed
6: off. Yes. Yes, I did. It seemed more logical. Okay. 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 all right so anyway that's my thought on the whole memory erase side of things uh with that bit of input what's the plan for you at this point
3: i mean if we want to talk about if we want to get the plan figured out first that's fine I don't have an issue with that.
6: Uh, I mean, I because also I can don't be want... Because
3: be talked to like a reasonable person.
6: That's why I'm here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and the other thing being, of course, we are probably going to be making at least a pit stop at Volkir to do more research on Faust. Mm-hmm. But if your memory eraser is here. Obviously, we might not want to then have to come back to Gilgamesh to get this procedure done, so... So you're saying there... we should bring Tung along? His name. Tung? Their name is Tung?
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the name that's in the phone.
1: Mm-hmm.
6: Okay. Uh... I don't know them, so I don't know if it would be a good idea to bring them along or not. Mm-hmm. What can you tell me about them? This is where things get interesting.
2: <laughs> Would I you like to roll a history check to is... see what you might yeah, remember? Yeah, sure,
3: sure. I will do that, <laughs> and then we'll see how much line I'm going to be doing. Is a
5: pattern kill to be better at making time? I mean! It with
2: so with a natural 20, you remember that tongue A, is a troll. Uh, Okay. Fit. And B, uh, was... the kind of bard who is... uh, shall we say, uh, adventurous in many regards. Okay. Um, uh, And the... uh, he very he very much strikes you as the uh probably willing to come along if required especially to Wolkir, which is a planet that you know trolls are welcome on Okay. Um, and uh you don't know him that well personally but right. he was a, a a good lay and be a good bard so there I mean, you go the music, the music was rocking all night, even while he was rocking all night. Nice. So,
3: so he's a troll. All right. Decent guy.
6: All right.
3: I think we can trust him. I think he'd be willing to come along.
6: All right. I mean, you know more about this situation than I... Very skill. Great. Uh... I had a few concerns, but they've been voiced now. So I feel fine with whatever, um, obviously, whatever you want to do at this point. I was just. Yeah. Mm. Okay. So. Uh...
2: (laughs) Everyone's rolling shit for insight today.
3: I mean, I always roll shit for insight with 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 Kendall. She does have a negative one. Uh, <coughs> also, me. um
6: am cool, you alright? Gonna... Sorry, I was going a bit <laughs> fast there. Hmm.
4: Um. Yeah, I'm okay now.
6: She she's, she's right.
4: over there just like braiding Kendall's hair.
3: Cool. Well, I'm gonna go get tongue. Uh, Mister, do you want to come with? Yeah, I was gonna. Ask... Okay. Yeah, I want to meet Tom. We'll meet you we'll 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 meet you back on the ship. And she just turns around
0: and starts walking.
6: Great. All right. Bye,
5: Bye. too. I wait. Bye,
0: I wait until the goodbyes are done. Shit. And then I unmute the comm and go. So no, do you still need us on the
5: call? It
6: well It's, it's not like,
0: my comm. It's in right. my head, so it's hard for other people to unmute yeah. or unmute it. Damn.
6: <laughs> I was gonna say, uh Mistle was the one I think who made the call. No, so... she
4: called Kendall. No, I, oh, called, she called, I Kendall. called the others. I yeah. called you. Okay.
6: That's right. That's right. That's right. You called, called me.
0: Called yep. Mm-hmm. So, do you still need us on call, too? Uh, mm-hmm. No, I think we're good. Mm-hmm. All right. See you back at the ship.
4: <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. So they walk away. Uh, Mistle just whispers to Kendall, "Yeah, he definitely has a thing for you."
3: Right. That's right, this Is going to be fun. Um, Our
5: fearless leader did amazing, don't you think?
6: (laughs) Till is going to, on his way back to the ship, try and stop by one of the less friendly parts of the station. And... Honestly, he's looking for any sort of pest infestation. Space rats or whatever you want to call them. Oh no. And he's just gonna take long looking shot. Looking to nail womp rats in a team in a team in a T sixteen. Kind of, but but just with long shot. <laughs> And so it'll probably be a good half hour before he makes it back to the Akundalar.
0: He's mm. practicing for you, when you, Tongue's you on some the target
6: practice. Doing some target practice against live targets this time. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: you find that there's a... So even more interesting than normal, you find that there is a power plant uh, that has recently been dealing with a mimic infestation.
6: Ooh. Well, that's fun. So Guns are that's... great for mimics because the weapon doesn't stick to them. Yep. <laughs>
2: well especially uh mimics and stardust are slightly different than mimics in Ah.
6: uh in
2: d &D. mimics and stardust are are basically a pest species Mm. um their their natural form is that of a sort of chitinous many-eyed giant rat Mm. um and they're they're commonly a problem on spaceships because they tend to disguise themselves as regular objects and when no one is looking chew on electronics ah because Mm. they Feed on the energy of electronics and 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 energy devices. Uh, so a mimic infestation is generally bad for power situations. Okay, they're not that dangerous. Um, that... They're basically giant rats that can shape shift, mm-hmm. um, but they're still dangerous for like letting them go too long. That does
0: explain why Colton will wander the ship occasionally, just shouting mimic and punching random parts of the ship. <laughs> uh, cool. uh
2: but meanwhile uh Kendall and Mistel yeah you arrive uh at tongue's place knock on the door ring the doorbell whatever yeah you the you you wait for just a second and the door swings open and immediately in the doorway is tongue uh he is as the door opens he is already doing the like elbow on the wall lean <laughs> delightful um uh as the as the door opens and you see that he's a relatively well built troll uh tall e- like even for troll standards about like 6 7 um lean uh with, uh, not wearing a shirt right now, which, to be fair, you never saw him wearing a shirt, so... The
0: the door has, Um, like, a gap right at elbow height, so he can get in position before it opens. (laughs)
2: Right, right, right. Um, uh, so it's just, like, the, the bare, like, abdomen upper torso, um, the, like, the underbelly scales are this sort of, like, um, pale like accented yellow whereas the the main body scales are this sort of like blood red um uh he has this like faintest fringe of like of hairs that sort of sort of of forms like a uh a short mohawk that sort of drives from like around the upper end of his head down to about the middle of his neck Mm -hmm. um uh, and uh, he has a very more than most trolls has sort of like a snake-like face, where others have more crocodilian or various other reptile uh, facial features. Um, and the uh, the the tongue, which is forked and and prehensile like a snake's, uh, that explains it. Uh, uh, sort of slithers out for a second as he looks down at you ah Kendall, good to see you again
3: hey so i've got a question for you hi this is misto
2: nice to see you
3: so you want to hop on a spaceship with us
2: been a long time since someone offered me a ride where to not that long,
3: um,
1: <laughs>
3: perhaps not. So we're going to, um, I don't know the name of the where our destination. Volkir, is. here, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Uh, we're going to here and we are. Um, long story short, we'll exp- We can explain more later, but um, we're trying to get a hold of something, and in order to do that. Uh, I need to have my memory erased at some point.
2: Yeah. I figured
3: you'd be good at that.
2: So you came
0: to Tungashi,
2: so that I can blow your mind once again.
0: Absolutely. Tungashi? (laughs) Yeah. Can you spell that? Sorry,
4: what's that name?
2: (laughs) T-U-N apostrophe G-A-S-H-I. Fantastic.
4: And I thought his name was Tongue.
3: Nope, that's short for Itangashi, Tongue. You get it.
4: It doesn't sound okay.
7: Narrator. She did not.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> so, yeah, that's a, that, the that's a plan. I thought you would be perfect for it. And I thought you wouldn't mind taking a little trip.
2: Am I wrong? I think I could be persuaded. It sounds like fun. Why not? Awesome. So, where are we headed? Well, so
3: uh, to walk here, but first, right. So, I don't know if you need to, to, to get anything, getting anything together. Uh, where the ship is, I'm gonna give the where the ship is. To show up, we'll let you in and we'll I don't we're not taking off like now now. But soon, I would imagine.
2: Let me just get my instruments and I'll meet you there. Awesome. Alright, see you in a bit. He sort of pushes off the door. It shuts on its own without him having to do anything about it. Yep. He gives you he gives you a wink right before the door shuts.
4: Till is going to be really jealous.
3: Right. <laughs> I can't anyway, wait. let's head back. And I can still fly, so, because cause I assume it hasn't been 10 minutes. Oh,
0: yeah. It's not as
4: fast as Till was coming
0: for. Please. I can't wait for the inevitable scene of Kendall walking in on Tungashi with one of the other members of the Dust Knights. And then oh, that's fine. Having a whole just bit <laughs> on Wolkier.
2: <laughs> that's fine. So you make your right way back to the ship. Yep. Uh, probably before Till does, because he's out shooting. Because out shooting mimics.
0: He's out shooting right.
2: <laughs> Hop,
3: oh, uh, yeah. head in. Is just still standing in the in the in the entryway? No, just us off the
7: observation deck
3: at this Okay, point.
0: okay,
7: okay.
3: So go find whoever the first person is we find.
0: Probably one of the mechanical crew members that is walking yep. that is heading yep. towards the bridge, uh with Colt behind them. Actually,
7: yep. actually, um Shawnee, where would just us be?
2: At this point, um The observation deck is probably a good place for sparring. Uh okay. so probably probably there. All right, cool.
3: We'll hey. Back,
2: thank you. So
3: we're gonna have another guest.
0: Uh, yes. The man uh, guy. Yes. King. We, we heard. Okay. Yes. Yeah, we were He'll be he, here in a minute. Till, di- till did not turn off his comms, so I was we were listening to the didn't. entire conversation. That require
3: him having forethought. So, yeah. Uh It's all good. Everything's fine. So I figured uh Tengashi will be here in a bit. And I don't know if we're when we're taking off. Um but
0: Well the crew is prepared and gesturing towards right. uh, the, the mechanized crew. Um so as soon as Till gets back we can take off. Okay. Well, till then.
6: William, can we or did, would they still need a few? I thought they still needed a few days to install the drive.
2: No, the, the drive was being worked on immediately. And the, the last okay. thing that the last thing that needed time was the uh, was the crew. So was exactly the crew. Which, okay. as I recall okay, so cool. today
0: was the day that we'd be done with that. Yeah, so. Today was the day oh, that you'd go.
2: be done. So, yeah, with the with the with the crew done, uh, the drive's been installed and you're good to go.
6: OK. Till knowing that then
0: well so i, I well for it for your for you i would have caught i would be about just mm. about to call and let you know the. Oh, okay
6: action, so. then yeah roll roll for it then so, yeah so then just, mm, just absolutely
0: uh reach up to the side of his head uh and uh didn't describe it earlier but basically whenever whenever coltan uses his calm uh his his cybernetic eye just blinks rapidly to show that he's doing something um and so it Hits the hits the thing. His eye begins to bl- his the the light in the cybernetic eye begins to blink rapidly as he's calling till.
6: It'll probably ring about four or five times, and then till.
0: Go ahead. Till the mechanized crew are completed and heading to their stations now, so whenever you're, whenever you and our passenger arrive, gunshot get mm. to set off. Uh. Sorry. All right. The gunshot startled me. I don't know
6: why. Uh, sorry, just making sure I have this thing cited in. Mm-hmm. Very good. All right. Uh, yeah, I'll be back at the 5 five ten minutes tops. Mm-hmm. All right. See you when you get there. De- Excellent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and Till's gonna wrap up whichever one he's shooting right now. And see if he can pick up some Atumla on the way back to the Akundalar.
2: I will say that because someone probably asked you to do this job, you can give the you can use the pay that they would have given you to oh, okay. basically purchase to purchase uh, a a a a dose of Atumla for for void jumps.
6: Alrighty, and he'll have that in his inventory then. <laughs> All right, then. Uh, and then Till shows back up probably about five, ten minutes afterwards. There's probably at least some residue from Mimic still on him. But he'll just swan back purple, into the Akundalark.
2: Purple blood splatter. Oh. Yeah. Follow the
6: sights. Pretty well. Pretty well. I think we're good on this one. Good. Uh
0: oh. crews up and running though? Yep, they are they're at stations and preparing pre-flight checks. So as soon as we are Excellent. Has Kendall's friend showed up yet? Has Tungashi showed up at this point?
2: It's at this point that uh there is an alert on the on the on the on the docking bay to uh, request for entry.
0: There he is.
6: Let's go say hi.
0: Follow till down. <laughs> <They were> excited. <laughs> So you're also
2: gonna come. You head you head down to the airlock, and, yep. and mm-hmm. it opens, and standing before you is the troll I described earlier, still not wearing a shirt. Um, uh, he ha- he does, however, have a like a black bandolier sort of wrapped around his torso uh, that has a variety of what look like both arcane and technological inscriptions upon it, and a pair He's of wrist bracelets, and a, a pair, and a pair and a pair and a pair of bracelets that have sort of the same things on them. And he's got a bag sort of slung over his shoulder that he's holding with his left hand.
0: Please
3: tell me he has a key tower. He has a lot of things.
1: Uh,
0: Coltarn, Hi there, bud. Coltarn does not successfully hide that he stares a little bit too long at the bare chested troll. Hello, it is good to meet the crew that
6: I will be journeying with. My name is Tungashi. How tall is this guy? About six, seven. Okay. So Till looks up at him. Till Wayland just sticks a hand out and mm. reaches out, and his his hand is
2: trolls have variable basically everything except for the fact that they're reptilian. His right. hands are specifically four fingered, right? Uh, okay. So he reaches out, long, slender ah, hands with, with
6: like shaking hands with a really big gnome. Okay. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Akundalar. I'm sort of the captain here. Mm? Good to meet you. I understand my
2: expertise might be needed for whatever planet is that you are hatching. So it seems. Hmm. Well, I will be glad to provide it. It's been a long time since I've been to work here.
6: Gonna be my first time, so if you got any local insight, that could be helpful as well.
2: Hmm. I can provide a few things. Uh, for one, when you're pulling in, uh... Do not argue with the docking master, or you might get shot out of the sky before you even dock.
6: Well, we just got this thing up and running, so we're going to try and avoid that as much as possible for the near future.
2: Hmm? You're going to have to introduce yourself quickly because you're flying a ship that is a Republic of Kingdoms make. They don't like that. Okay. So make sure to hail first. Don't wait for them to hail you.
6: Sounds like a plan. Okay. Well, we're probably gonna get underway pretty soon and I need a shower at some point too. So uh uh Coltarn, can you uh figure out a cabin for Tengashi here? What? Oh, uh yes, absolutely.
5: <clears throat> what you don't wanna put Kendall in charge of that?
6: Wherever's fine. If Kendall's got ideas on where that would be best suited, by all means consult with her, but you know the ship as well, if not better than anybody.
0: So I have been largely the one putting it back together. So I, guess uh, I will lead him to guest quarters because we definitely have those because the ship is large enough for us to have guest quarters. Oh, absolutely! <laughs> there are more rooms here than you have people on this ship. Yep. Hence the initial uh, idea of making this a mobile base for the Dust Knights rather than
3: Hell yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So couple
3: things. <laughs> yes one one Kendall definitely wasn't there, but I feel like she was listening in and like watching it through monitors. Absolutely. She's gonna she is going to she's going to uh uh connect to uh um uh, Colt Hearns comes and suggest a um one of the guests ca- whichever guest cabin
0: is closest to Kill's room. So whichever one is closest to the elevator because I assume that the ga- I assume the ship's large enough that probably the guests are on a different level of the ship than the crew quarters. Probably. Yeah, probably.
6: Yeah. Oh, so setting it up so there's that All that constant encounter of why is this guy always on the lift when Picard is going to the bridge kind of thing (laughs) yes but yeah
3: wherever wherever he can think of as a place that would realistically be like okay this would work as a place for him to stay that is as close as possible to where Till's cabinet or where Till walks regularly because I feel like Kendall knows Till's Oh, probably Boom definitely in through the ship.
0: Well, uh, uh, William, would I, would I be incorrect in assuming that there's probably a guest cabin immediately across from the elevator, from the lift on that floor? Oh, absolutely.
2: There's yeah. almost certainly a guest so cabin that's like, directly across from the just, elevator on the guest floor. You
0: can't, you cannot get onto this floor without passing his room, basically. Right.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So you set him up there. Voice. He he steps he steps inside, and the first thing he does is like a drop his bag in one corner. And the other thing he does sort of step into the center of the room, sort of spin around, look at the walls. Eh, yes, this place seems like it has good acoustics. As he sort of brings his hands up, and the the the, the center of the, the, the bandolier hanging around his chest begins to glow, as do the wristbands, as a saxophone made of hard light appears in his hands. Yes! And he just sort of brings it to his mouth and begins to play a few notes. Puts it down, it disappears into thin air... Flicks his wrists again, and a drum set appears in front of him with drumsticks made of hard light, and he starts to bang a few notes. This is a one man band of hard light, and you go through several instruments they're just testing the acoustics in this room,
7: and hey, this guy fucking rules
0: coltarn <laughs> coltarn does not flee uh <laughs> um but he is. I'm I'm glad you appreciate the uh, quarters. If you need anything, feel free to buzz the comms. And just very quickly just dis- excuses himself to the elevator to leave.
2: Yeah, absolutely does that move, Jeremy, because he was literally playing saxophone. <laughs> <sex. laughs> you say,
3: listen, you say shirtless man with saxophone, I immediately go to Lost
2: Boys. <laughs> Tungashi has been given a room that is directly adjacent to the elevator, uh, and the ship is ready
6: to go. So what's next? They'll head to the bridge, Mm -mm. do the departure procedures, and pilot the Akundalar on her maiden flight away from uh, Gilgamesh Station, I guess.
2: So you guys just abandoning the Gulnaj Walk here?
0: Didn't we use it's, that for? Uh... It's in the hangar bay, I believe.
5: But well, we have to come back for uh, when we finish when we wrap this up, anyway, don't we?
1: Do we?
6: I mean, we, I we, we gotta to go drop the. uh we heavily... if we get the
0: orb, we you have you to, bring to bring it back. Or, or, yes, or... Yeah.
6: yeah, that's we, true. We
0: heavily cannibalized the gold Ashville Care for repairs on this on on the Akundalar, so. However much of it is left is probably disseminated about the hangar bay.
2: The, uh, the Explorer only really has hangar capacity for four dogfighters. It does not have enough capacity well, yeah, to no, carry but an it entire was, fucking... It
0: was riddled with holes bed. when we got it. <laughs> like, for transport. Yeah, no, I'm not saying we've got a whole-ass ship there. It's mostly in pieces. Yeah. <laughs>
6: Yeah, I I feel like Till would have, whatever we couldn't, whatever we didn't need off the Gulnaj Valkyr to patch up the Akundalar, uh, Till would have been using his shipwrights training to sort of decommission and put it into, effectively, wherever on the Akundalar you would... Put your spare parts. Yeah,
0: like, spare, yeah, because like spare parts for right, repairs we, is what it is. Right.
6: We've, bro- we've broken down as much as we can of the Golden Walk here and brought it with us to use in case of raw materials uh, <laughs> that we might require.
0: Cool. Use every part of the spaceship. <laughs> All
2: right. So, uh,
0: make me a piloting check too which i would say also like any any external markings that mar- that that make this ship like uh uh it's recognized by any sort of nation would have been changed and adjusted and also it definitely still looks a little patchworky uh thanks to the the g- bits of the gold notch that we used to repair it
5: so perfectly average on. piloting <laughs> i want to come along to the bridge um sensibly to menace but actually to observe how this particular ship works yeah because like surprise does does enjoy piloting
2: and uh for those who have never seen or had me describe how the piloting system of almost almost every ship in the galaxy works. Um, the 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 pilot's chair for the person who actually does the helm steering and, and operating um, is essentially like a lifted up off the ground sort of swiveling bucket seat that is designed for people to be able to sit into that has a pair of um, basically uh, descending arms that sit in front that have a pair of uh, cylindrical controls um, it, that extend out for hand for handhold. Uh, that the uh, left arm, uh, the, the left arm generally controls pitch and directionality and uh, like adjustment on the ship and the right hand controls uh, motion uh, sort of like uh, omnidirectional thrust and just general in, in input of velocity.
0: Outlaw star style mechanics. Yeah. Um,
2: and then there's a variety of like holographic projections that you that you generally will use the fingers that are holding the grip to to cycle through for things like uh, ship systems or firing main handguns and so on. Cool. <clears throat> uh, and this is this is the same system that just about every ship in the galaxy uses because the goblins standardize.
0: Oh, uh, Johnny, makes sense. Did,
5: uh, so, if you know how to pilot a ship, you know how to pilot any ship.
0: Most of them, Shiny, some
2: of have... them do do use proprietary systems, but for the most part,
0: do we have uh, stat blocks, or would you like me to make up stat blocks for the mechanical for the mechanized crew? Uh, yeah, just use
2: the um, the 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 uh, mechanical or the the construct from the
0: the captain. I figure like a contract of equivalent level to the party, basically for the...
2: No, they're not even equivalent level to the party. They are not combat capable.
0: Okay, yeah. I was just thinking for more for the skill checks, anything else?
2: Yeah, they don't do a whole lot of skill checking. That's, that's just to keep the ship operational. Cool, alright. Uh... But... Uh... With an 11, it's... It's a little clunky at first because uh, the 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 Akundalar is several times more massive than the Golden Ash Volkir was.
6: Yep, makes sense. <laughs> um,
2: but uh, you eventually manage to get it out of the dock and moving relatively smoothly towards the Void Gate around Gilgamesh.
5: If he seems some getting to be having to. trouble, I'll offer assistance.
2: He doesn't seem to uh, be having trouble so much as just sort of getting used to the size and scale. It's like
6: he knows how to drive. He's just never driven a truck this big before. Is there like a co-pilot's uh station or anything though?
2: Yes, there is there is a station where like navigational advice can be given and where if the pilot is injured for any reason, a secondary piloting seat can be provided.
6: Uh yeah. Uh Till will definitely ask uh Surprise if she feels good uh, taking that spot, though.
5: Surprise is down. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Team pilots.
1: <laughs> it's
2: it's generally a good idea on ships this large to have that kind of co-pilot seat because it lets the pilot not be constantly in the seat. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but... Uh, you bring the ship in, and take the Void Gate. Uh, you are journeying from Void Gate Gilgamesh to Void Gate Volkir. Uh, so, the... The ship... The shutters on the ship slam down, so that you're not witnessing uh, Genunga Gap as you enter the Void Gate. And what feels like simultaneously a mere moment and an eternity pass as you slip through the realm of nothingness uh, and arrive and emerge in the space of the
6: coalition of tribes Uh, who would we have since he'd been given the advice by Tungashi beforehand um, I assume there's a separate comms station yeah Yes, there is a there is a comm operation. Okay. Uh Till would have asked either Coltarn or Xander probably to take that. Yeah. Uh so there is a
0: communication system aboard the ship. Now then I'll mm-hmm. I'll patch into it.
6: Uh Okay. With the with the well Coltarn was there for the advice so the whole like call them before they call us. Yeah. yeah.
0: No. <laughs> this is Coltarn Starbreaker of the Akundalar uh, of the, of the Dust Knights calling from the Akundalar to Landing authority on Wolkir. This is
2: Dark Master. State your business with coming to Wolkir. Um,
0: coming to what? Actually, sorry, we would have worked this out earlier. What actually is our business coming to Wolkir again? Information gathering, but like
6: uh, we're on a we're on a contract with the Core Adventurers right. League. Well, um, we're on
0: the contract with for the
6: Goblin. Yeah, technically the Goblin Alliance Trade Go, went, yeah, cons- Goblin, Goblin, Goblin Trade, Trade, Trade Consortium, yeah. uh, so, Goblin Trade Empire. It's, it's called the Trade
2: right. Empire. They call themselves a consortium for more public, for right, more yeah. like, <laughs> friendly sounding Goblin names, but they are they are officially the Goblin Trade
0: Empire. Okay. Um, yeah. So the GTE, we're on, we're on, on a
2: contract
7: survey. with the GTE. Yeah. Hmm. Is there a box on the survey for dragon fucking?
6: <laughs> 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 we are. That, a, is that something you have to declare at customs? <laughs>
0: We're a, we are members of the Core Adventurers League on contract with the Goblin Trade Empire. Coming to Wolk here for uh, refueling, repair, refueling, rearming, and also information gathering.
2: Running your identities with the Goblin Trade Empire liaison. Stand by. There's a moment that passes. Your identification checks out. Head to docking bay. Uh, hang on a minute. I need to. I need to check my fucking orcish language
0: document. One second.
2: <laughs>
0: oh, I'm looking at that too. While you're there. Uh... <laughs> yes, you had a question. Uh, yeah, I'm thinking of naming the mechanized crew. Uh... Uh, hang on.
6: Where is it? Till's gonna call them all Jim. Hmm?
0: Uh, I was thinking like uh, uh, Car Grog for honest people. Yeah, um, fair enough. Would that be the, the 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 orientation there?
2: Uh,
0: it would be, it would grog, be car. grog Car. Grog Car. Okay, so yeah, so uh,
2: adjective goes after noun. Gotcha.
0: Gotcha. So yeah, so then so the mechanized crew are grog car
6: Jim great Mm -hmm. so yeah the uh...
2: yeah so um... yeah it says your identification is cleared proceed to docking bay torfash seven
0: uh, synchronizing flight plan i would i assume is the thing we have to do Yeah. considering spaceships coming into dock
6: yep till will grab his uh his control sticks and then tag one of the hollow buttons surprise you want to take us in
5: um surprise will take over
6: Roll me piloting um
2: with advantage because they are sending you docking instructions
5: Am I, am I, am I, where do I click to do that? Uh, nope. So you,
0: Not would there. Want, you would want, so. you probably make a tool yeah, out would, of it. Yeah, you don't make a tool skill, mm-hmm. uh, a tool for piloting.
5: I'm just going to roll a d20. And yeah. y'all can. d20 plus fix your it.
0: dexterity plus four.
5: Hey, yo! Oh i i think that settles it <laughs> there you go <laughs> yeah. uh
0: so
2: then it's funny yeah you you very very smoothly just sort of keeping the docking instructions in mind glide the ship into into dock uh and uh as you as you descend uh you are a you are out of ganunga gap so you can have the the void shield risen so you can actually see where you're going uh the ship descends onto a stormy uh, clouded blue marble that is woke here uh, the planet appears to have a like highly active atmosphere as you enter there's a decent amount of turbulence um uh, this this place definitely seems to be largely it, it's more water than land um, uh, but a decent amount of land still. Uh, and the atmosphere is regularly storming. Um, uh, but as you as you descend uh, through the cloud layer and actually get a clear view of the, the planetary dock below, um, you are greeted by a the, the this is the first time that I think any of you have seen orcish architecture. Aside from the shipwright building of the Gold National Care, um, what you see is a um, a unique blend of Spartan and pragmatic uh, steel, almost brutalist steel architecture. Very, very like solid, uh, well built construction um, with a cultural marriage of um, that looks like it dates back to ancient history Um, with uh, the like very efficient and um, uh, Spartan uh, structures being uh, decorated and made more ornate by um, lines of orcish text that tell a story or Skulls of great beasts, or um, like ancient, uh, like long draping ribbons of cloth that are marked with uh, like identifications of what the place is, or if it's a, or if it's like relevant to a particular group, their identity and their history. Um, This place has a unique marriage of form and function that is not seen anywhere else in the galaxy. Um uh but uh it's it is it is form quite literally over function, in which that the function is the baseline and the form is overlaid on top of it. Um
1: uh
2: as the uh as the ship is brought in to dock uh a Uh, A set of docking clamps that, again, is very solid, uh, well-built and sturdy magnetized clamps that are stylized to, like, be addressed as if the opening maw of a pair of wolves that just sort of reach out and expand and clamp down on the sides of the ship and hold it in place. Uh, As the... uh, As the 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 vessel is locked in place and a message uh, in Orkish, which is then rapidly translated by the ship's systems, uh, says, uh, docking complete, clear for disembarkation.
0: All right. I'm just do a basic diagnostic on the ship to make sure nothing was damaged in the landing. Not assuming that anything was, but better to double check ship seems to be holding
2: up
6: just fine we are yeah till, till took about 30 seconds of being ready just in case surprise and needed some backup and then after less than a minute into their piloting was just like yeah nope <laughs> they got this <laughs> <Systems> <laughs> I, are... I barely need to be here <laughs> systems
0: are agreed all all around we are good to leave the ship
6: Alright. Uh until's gonna make a pass through and see how everybody's doing.
0: Um,
2: uh, um looks excited to be on this planet. She's heard stories of Woke here and has wanted to be here for a while.
7: Awesome. Is she on the observation deck? Probably, yeah. what What is she doing? How is she um conveying that excitement uh
2: so as as the as the ship is coming down, she very much just sort of like walks up to the observation deck glass and just sort of places a hand on it and you can see that she's like just taking in all of the the planet as they approach both like as the ship passes through the storm, she sort of watches the lightning crackle between the clouds and then as it as it passes under, she sort of leans her head as far as she can to try and get as much of a view of the incoming buildings as possible
7: do we have any view of the system star coming in before we enter the storm uh as you uh you do it is uh
2: the star of wolkir burns blue
7: okay all right um have you traveled here before street a child of conflict I've only ever heard stories. Uh, The uh,
2: warrior soul of Vol'Kir is well-renowned, especially in Victory's Temple. Uh, It is... I have heard many tales, and I have (coughs) always longed to witness this planet for myself.
7: And what are your goals for when we arrive? To take in all I can and see what this place is like and what its people are like. How did how did we do against each other while sparring? Uh, you have, even with the weird construct that is your
2: memory, a significantly higher degree of experience than Street does. Uh, however... Streeta has a raw talent and physicality that is owed to the fact that she's a demigod uh, that is difficult to overcome. Where you are almost certainly the better swordsman as far as skill goes and training, her raw talent and strength is difficult
7: to overcome. Do you anticipate being drawn into challenges?
2: I think there is so much I could learn from the warriors of Wokir and from my understanding that victory had given me, the people of Wokir are trained in every aspect of life, but especially
7: in the art of combat from very young. I am certain you will teach them just as much as they will teach you. I don't know what I really have to teach.
2: I was never really trained at Victory's Temple, I was simply expected to win, and I had to do all of my learning, basically by osmosis and instinct. Victory might be incredibly capable, but she's not a spectacular teacher.
7: There is a value in learning to fight someone without the same style of training that one has. You can teach them to approach the unexpected. Maybe. Still,
2: I look forward to this.
3: Kendal is paying attention to a different view.
0: <laughs> um, Coltarn, after doing his initial checks, is going to like leave the ship and sort of. A see what they need to do to get the ship hooked up for refueling legitimately uh just to make sure that we're topped off uh and then B wants to genuinely is curious about uh the home of his parents and that he and he's never been here before so he's going to see the sights
2: Uh, all right. Uh, so you guys, anyone else? I'm assuming everyone is heading off the ship at roughly at this point, as after the docking has been completed.
7: What about Justira? Um, no? no, Tungsten. What's what's his uh, name? Tungashi. Tungashi. Tungashi.
6: Tungashi.
7: Tungashi. Sure. Uh, is is Tungashi heading off as well? Probably, yeah. Um, the first time Justus sees them, Justus will go. We have an intruder, and we'll, we'll draw us draw their sword. <laughs>
4: Mistle probably would have told them about. I, oh, okay. I put a thing in chat that Mistle went to find just
7: us and was okay. telling them about right. it. I didn't Aww. see it. <laughs> Oh, no, I see it now. Okay, all right, fair.
3: So, I surprise... was excited for someone to try and stop it and for for, 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 for Kendall to say, no, no, let's see how this plays out.
5: <laughs> um, does Surprise know that uh, Coltarn hasn't been to this planet before? As he mentioned.
0: Um, I don't know if he's, I don't, I don't think he would have ever mentioned that he's never been to walk here to anybody.
5: Yeah, I didn't think so and
0: either. It's not thought, I thought it really something happened. that's ever come up.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm.
6: Yeah, Till's, uh, Till's headed down to the, uh, disembarkation ramp, um, and is just waiting for everybody, uh, to come through.
2: So eventually the entire humanoid crew, uh, uh arrives to, to disembark. Including Tungashi.
6: Yep. All right. Well, uh, just so everybody's on the same page, our main point here is to see what we can figure out about Faust, his history, his interests, anything we can find so that we can have the best option of establishing a decent diplomatic relationship and. Uh, Based on our recent conversation uh, with the Oracle of Nocturna, um, we're going to have most likely have the best outcome, Janya says, if we can make allies with Faust. So if there's anything you can find about his past doings or potential future goals where our impulses might align, that gives us a baseline of common ground that our diplomatic team can start to build on. Anyway.
1: About this
3: time, Kendall just starts laughing at, at a joke that's been made by Tengashi.
1: <laughs> uh,
2: and it's also at this point that Tengashi also speaks up to the rest of the group. A a word of advice for those of you who have never been among largely orcish communities. Uh, As a general rule, do not interact with their companions unless either the companion approaches you first, or you have been granted permission.
6: When you say companions, what exactly are we talking about here? You will see shortly.
7: Does that mean anything to us?
2: Real history.
3: Does that mean anything to me? Yeah, I would like to potentially make possible. Yeah.
7: Yeah. Nope. It's an 8.
2: 18 if I can. This doesn't spread too far outside a traditionally coalition of tribes territory, but you recall something about orcs and animals being very important.
3: Okay. Wolves.
2: But the dock opens and you are free to leave
0: step out into the stormy sunshine till we'll leave last Mm.
5: Uh, you wouldn't happen to have any idea where on planet we might begin looking
6: libraries maybe
0: lovely I'll just wander off uh, the best places for information gathering are typically bars
2: So the instant all of you step off the ship, it is immediately apparent what Tungashi was talking about. Um, nearly every other orc that you see has some form of animal companion with them, whether it be a wolf, a raven, uh, a bear in some cases. Various various animals of various types all accompany the majority of the orcs that you see. Uh, uh, all of them appear to walk no leash. Many of them don't even have a collar except for as some form of identification. Um, But they all sort of walk with this air of companionship alongside the majority of the
6: orcs that you see.
0: When I get my death ray gadget, I'm installing it in a cybernetic raven.
6: (laughs) Do any of the do any of the animals have modifications or cybernetics or anything that we see?
2: A number of them do, um, but it usually usually appears to be, like, replacement of injuries. Like, some have, like, lost a limb and have had it replaced or something like that.
6: Right. It's not, hey, I had a bear, and I thought if it also had chainsaw spikes on its back, that would be cool. I mean,
2: some of them (laughs) have something like that, but it's usually as part of some kind of reconstructive cybernetics. Okay. Like, you see a wolf whose, like, right paw appears to have been lost, and it's been replaced with a cybernetic one. That also happens to have what appears to be like buzzsaw blades on where the on where the claws would be.
6: Right. hmm Cool. Good to know, good to know, good to know. Um
0: I immediately I just have stuffing out of the ship. is there anything that from the from the landing pad, is there anything that catches my eye just as I look around? I
2: mean, aside from the animals.
0: <laughs> aside from the animals, obviously. It's like like a point of interest that might seem worth looking at. Uh, Well, I'm honest. learning about learning about uh, Faust is like secondary on his brain right now.
1: (laughs) Yeah.
2: Um, You do note that um, there are very few people here who seem to be walking without purpose. Um, There are not many people who are either loitering or just wandering. Um, Almost everyone who is walking through this area of docking is either going to or from a place they need to be now uh, or are standing in a position of this is my post and I am here right now um there is very little just casual traffic yeah. um and uh the the point of interest that you notice is there appears to be a docking information authority um where you can see there is an orc woman um and a set of, a set of braids that sort of drape down to about mid-back uh, and an owl that is sort of perched on her left shoulder with one cybernetic eye. Uh that uh is sort of manning a computer desk on a on like a kiosk.
0: Coltorn is immediately heading there.
6: Given you, you, that, you, oh sorry, go ahead. given that Till's mentor was an orc of Volkyr. Bill's going to take to the sky and just try and do an aerial survey. See if there's anything from Felcutter's stories or teachings that resonates with anything that he's seeing, especially if he sees anything that is like, holy shit, there's another orcish monastery, maybe even practicing the same traditions that he was taught in.
2: Yeah. Um, let me perceptions.
6: Okay. 14. As you as you look around, wow, you're rolling like shit. I am rolling like shit today.
2: Hmm? Um as as you as you sort of fly up and look around, um the uh the first thing you notice is uh the winds get very strong the instant you leave like ground cover. Um <laughs> uh the second thing you notice is there's a lot of lightning rods built into a lot of these buildings. Cool, uh,
6: and you are very quickly making yourself somewhat higher than a lot of the small than a lot of the lower buildings. He's going to trust to his deck saves and acrobatic skills and do some shit that's a little reckless. He's going to ride some wind currents that he has not had a chance to in a very long time. And yeah, it's it's very easy to glide.
2: Um, uh, so you you try and make sure that you stay lower than the highest building. Yeah, basically. Mm-hmm. right. Just yeah. Mm-hmm spider-manning
0: um, your way through a storm <laughs> yeah uh
2: but uh as you as you go you do see um one thing that you see as you fly up is uh a, a fixture that your master had spoken of often, which is uh the 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 mouth of the wolf uh which is a large uh, mountain like fortress uh woke here. Uh, is a orkish word that means the wolf's rest. Uh and the the mouth of the wolf um is a uh is a enormous was a mountain and has been made into a fortress. Nice. Um the uh that has been reshaped into, um, and you can see it, it, the, the front of it is dotted with defensive spires that are covered in guns and various defensive measurements that are built out of both the front, the, the top, the, like the, out of the ground and out of the overhang of the mountain in the shape of fangs. Gotcha. Um, which is why it's called the Wolf's Mouth. Um, uh, and inside you can see massive amounts of like in like uh command structure and large amounts of infrastructure and buildings. The 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 wolf's mouth is the seat of government for the planet of Wolkir.
6: Gotcha. Uh iconic landmark does not look like a tourist destination, though.
2: No, it is definitely right. it, well, unless <laughs> you're a diplomat, in which case you will be going there. Right. Uh and it does strike you, uh, an individual like like Furial Faust is probably a diplomat everywhere he goes. Right, 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 right. Okay, cool.
6: That's good to know. There is,
2: pro- there is probably no government that does not want to know when he's
6: around. Fair enough. Understandable.
7: Hmm. Do any of the people have insectile companions? Or are they all? Know.
2: Okay. Uh, there, there, are, there are not many that have like swarms of them, though some do. Um, but for the most part, when you see an insectile companion, it's something like, an enormous fucking centipede that's like the size of a horse that sort of follows one of them around.
7: Okay.
2: That's I, terrifying. I, I think,
1: <laughs>
7: I think um, bees are are, are are more in evidence uh, around just us.
2: Just
0: a hundred oh, yeah. horse-sized legs.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, the, the, thing that, the thing that you're gathering is that an individual from Wolkir's favorite class is ranger.
0: Right. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Orcs' favorite class, ranger. Uh.
6: Uh,
2: but, um. D- yeah, the the I'm um, so yeah. Uh, Coltarn's headed to the information desk. Is anyone else headed there or somewhere else, or are some of you just like heading out of the of the of the dock?
7: Uh, Justice will hang back and make sure uh, nobody goes off on their own. Other than Till, I guess, who's looking to play Lightning Rod.
2: Um, speaking of, Till, with the rest of your perception, you do yeah. spot a monastery that is built in the same style as your master's. Um, it is a, a short distance away from the wolf's mouth, uh, probably not a long walk, um, and probably serves as a training point uh, for Iron Path Iron Path monks on the surface of here.
6: All right, he'll start heading that direction then.
3: Kendall is mostly keeping an eye
2: on Till currently. So, as you're keeping an eye on Till, you see Till sort of flies up in the air in circles for a minute, and then
6: takes off in a direction. Um, huh. he'll he'll get about thirty seconds along his route, and then just send a voice broadcast to the rest of the comms. I see a place that I might personally be welcome. I'm going to check there. Call me if you need anything. Hmm.
5: The prize is going to, uh, after taking a moment to just look around and see the various landmarks that have been described, uh, walk over to Justice and say, how's your Orkish?"
7: Um... I'm going to check real quick. I don't think it's great. Um, Do you have the language? uh, Yeah, that's what I I couldn't remember offhand. Uh, Just Us will say, Extremely lacking. How How about yours?
5: Same. If I could speak the language, I'd go check the records. Seems like a sensible place to start, but who am I to be the sensible one?
7: Why don't we go to the records and see what they have available in other languages? Perhaps they have interpreters.
2: You, you do know that um, most things in the galaxy, if it's public record, will probably also have a copy in Goblin Basic. Um, however, like important records that the people of Wolkir would not want necessarily anyone to have access to would almost certainly only be kept in Orkish.
5: Well, then we are not going to be stealing the important records today because we can't read them.
7: We are certain, we I mean, could likely in copies.
0: Coltarn can read orcish. Oh. And speak orcish because he's an orc. Oh.
5: <laughs> copies, that's good.
7: Um, and, and and do we. Is Coltarn already headed to the Hall of Records?
2: Now, Colthorn is headed to the information desk on the on on this level of the docks.
7: Okay. Uh, do we know where the Hall of Records are? Uh,
2: you would probably have to like check an information desk, like the one that Colton is headed to, to get directions around the city. Um, that
5: would probably be helpful, but Surprise was planning on just heading towards the governmental building, so it's a yeah. good thing Surprise isn't by themselves.
7: Um, <laughs> I, where where's um, let's see what is the what is the smartest looking animal around us coltarn uh (laughs) probably
2: so do you mean typically associated with wisdom or like actual like intelligence
7: score on on beast level no i mean i mean like which looking around at the companions which ones seem most alert i guess is Uh, actually roll me animal handling
6: Oh, uh, I thought you were going for the the archaic meaning, meaning best dressed. Animal. Eleven.
7: Uh
2: so the thing that you notice is that the majority of the animals here seem more alert than you would typically associate with animals in the wild. Um it, it they they definitely seem to be more whether it's natural, whether it's part of Orca's training, or whether it is something supernatural. The animals that are companions to uh, to these orcs seem
7: smarter than you would expect.
0: Just us is gonna okay. get into a fight immediately. I'd uh, yeah, so,
7: so just okay, then in that case what is the closest animal to me?
2: Uh there's a guard who has a wolf sitting next to them.
7: So Just us turns to the wolf and is just it just sort of um turn kind of turns away from surprise. And then from the bees, uh, actually, I think it's probably the bees. The bees go over to the wolf and then the, the buzzing of the bees sort of condenses into an approximation of sort of huffs and growls and, and, uh, and so on. And they will shape themselves into a wolf-like shape so they can approximate the body language too and I'm going to use my uh, Swarm Keeper free cast of Speak With Animals um, and say, Hi, what's the most boring place around here where they keep lots of paper and people stare at them a lot? The, uh...
5: Immediately breaking <laughs> the suggestion.
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> I love it. A... This uh,
5: is delightful.
2: So the wolf just sort of looks up at the collection of bees in front of them, and there's just this sort of warning growl. And, uh, the, the, the orc standing next to them immediately, you see, this is a guard, uh, who is standing there with a heavy bore assault rifle is just sort of like standing guard and just sort of looks at, uh, at just us and, uh, just like, there's this like low growl from them that almost mimics the wolves, uh, as they just, uh, uh, they oh, just—they just sort, like sort of look over. In. They look over at just us and go. Um, uh, as I try and remember my thing, uh,
1: can
2: I try my, to sir, mitigate the situation? As uh, one, as you sort, of, knock. Leave, leave my companion to his rest. Oh, was the wolf asleep? And he was sort of just sort of lounging. He wasn't necessarily asleep, but he wasn't doing much. Okay. That's why I was asking about alert, but... I mean, All he right. looks alert, but he was resting. Okay. All right. He, wasn't, he uh, wasn't, like,
7: patrolling or anything. He was just sort of sitting and watching. Um, Justice says, We did not want to distract you from your watch, and your companion seemed to have some time. We are seeking the Hall of Records. New York just
2: sort of bears teeth. Then you should probably seek the one who gathers information and provides it.
5: And Are indicates to it
2: indicates it indicates to the booth that Coltar that is headed to. Are you unaware of its location? It is not my duty to
7: provide you with that information. It is my duty to protect this dock. To to surprise this is going to be more difficult than we initially expected.
5: That's okay. We can manage it together. And I'm going to start walking, uh, like, take just us by the elbow, start walking just us over towards the information. There is
7: there is a brief moment as you take the elbow where the arm just, like, detaches and comes away, and then the rest Surprise, of the body...
5: doesn't slow down.
7: No, I mean, I, I like, I, I figured this is normal ethereal stuff. It's just like the rest of the body is lagging for a moment, and then it's I like, it. um, the the bees sort of reform and just go, okay, bye, uh, and come back to follow just us in surprise.
1: Uh, that
7: was to the wolf in
1: animal yeah. speak.
2: The the wolf the wolf doesn't deign it with a response and just goes back to like resting its paw on it resting its head
7: on its paws and watching the area. For for the remaining ten minutes, the bees will continue to say hello to animals that they pass. In... Most of the most of them don't give you the time of day. Okay. Let me know if any do.
1: <laughs>
2: most of them are guard animals, so no. Okay. <laughs>
7: It does not stop bees.
2: So the one that does answer you is the owl on the information on the on the information attendant's uh shoulder, because that's their job. <laughs> okay.
7: Uh Colton's already there, I assume.
3: Yeah,
0: so Colt you arrive. I've first. been there. You've been you've been there. Before we get to meet, is was Missile or Kindle doing anything? You've been there the whole uh, I have Missile's
4: probably with Kindle right now. So wherever Kindle's going.
3: Uh, Kendall is just sort of basing for a bit, sort of just, just watching after where Till it went. And eventually, I think once the growling starts, uh, sort of starts and uh, uh where are we going?
4: I have no clue. If
3: they're going that way. We should probably go that way with them.
0: Hey. Okay. Yep. Start meandering that way. All right. Uh, so, yeah, one, one, once Koltarn got to the information booth, in Orkish that very clearly sounds like studied Orkish, not raised Orkish. Um, it also has a particularly dwarven accent. It also has a particularly dwarven accent. Uh, excuse me, um, where would I look for information on ships uh, of Wolk that were reported missing about 20 years ago? Uh, the 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 woman who looks probably like middle
2: aged by Orca standards, probably like in her forties, mm-hmm. uh, maybe fifties, um, uh, uh, sort of looks up as you speak from her from her information desk, sort of looks you up and down, trying to find your past, eh, foundling.
0: I didn't, I hadn't thought about it until literally just now, but yes.
2: That kind of information will probably be
0: best found in the public wings of the Wolf's Moor. <laughs> looks around me like, can I, can it be seen from here? Uh, no, because you're technically, there's like, walls in the way. Um, this is my first time in my life as far as I have memory being on wool here. Uh, where how would I get there?
2: Uh, Once you exit the dock, you can't miss it. It's the large mountain that has been turned into a fortress.
0: Thank you very much for your time. Um, Is there anything
2: else, any other information I can get you while you're here?
0: I think that's it. Public record, you said? Yes. Uh, And without looking behind, he's just going to start heading uh, uh, out out the docks and trying to see if he can spot the, the, the place.
7: I think, like right at this point, the bees come up and say to the owl, "Hi, where do you all keep the records?"
2: <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the owl the owl looks at uh, the orc that whose shoulder they're sitting on. The two of them look at each other, exchange a couple of noises, uh, and the 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 owl looks over at the bees. Uh, you will find what you seek within the mouth of the wolf.
7: Oh, uh, he was grumpy and didn't want to talk to us. Okay. Within the mountain, young ones. Oh, okay. And the, the
2: orc <laughs> looks up at just us as the bees communicate with the owl. Can I help you?
7: No. The bees come back, um, communicate. Just us turns and says... And I, I guess, just sort of points at Coltarn and says, "Follow Coltarn."
5: Oh, prize nods and heads off that direction.
0: So, just a slightly dis, like slightly distant chain, just following Coltarn.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Make way for ducklings. Do, 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 Kendall and Mistle even stop at the information desk, or they just like keep following as they follow? Um, I feel like follow probably
5: okay. <laughs> we all split up only to go to the same place <laughs> so
7: the uh
2: the the group of you step onto the elevator and again it's this sort of very very spartan steel box basically um uh, the 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 buttons on the elevator are ornamented with orcish runes, but they also every now and then flicker to goblin basic so that you can tell what they say. Um, and you hit the you hit the button that indicates for the ground floor, um, and the elevator heads down.
0: Coltarn uh, is, while in the elevator, is studying the elevator, trying to get a grasp for how much his understanding of Orcish technology matches to what he's seeing. Uh, and and just sort of like bridging the gap between, the two, if there is one, bridging the gap between the two. There's a minor gap. Um, you, you sort of got the, the idea in your head
2: that Orcish technology was built for aggression, when in reality it's just built for directness. It's just that uh, most... every, every, every everything that Orc, everything that orcs build has a purpose and is built for that purpose.
5: Did anybody catch up with Coltarn to ride the same elevator as him, or are we all catching the next elevator? I
2: don't know. Would Coltarn have waited?
5: If I turned
0: and saw Coulthorn. them heading towards the elevator, he would have waited. Yeah.
5: Yeah.
2: So yeah, everyone caught. Everyone catches up then.
0: Um.
5: Surprise! Just sort of whistles in the elevator.
0: Do you all know where you're going?
5: I'm just following. Just us. He got, he got the instructions.
3: I'm. We're following them. All of them.
0: Don't <laughs> look over towards just he us. He told
5: me to follow you.
7: Ah. Would, they told me. This would seem to be the whole of records. We
0: had a... this? this is an elevator. The Hall of Records is the uh, the governmental building, which we should be able to identify as soon as we get out of the elevator.
5: I'm glad somebody got the
0: direction. Oh. Okay. Well, it seems we're all heading in the same direction, then.
7: Colton, well, how about nobody's friends here are that much fun? Say the bees.
0: What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. We tried
7: to talk to some of the other companions and none of them wanted to talk except for the owl. Well, the owl was nice.
0: Tongashi had indicated that we shouldn't try to talk to anyone's companions unless expressly uh, asked to or allowed to. Right.
5: Yeah, cool. but what does he know?
7: We're also companions. companion. More so than the rest of
0: us. Companion. At least about... Uh,
2: Dengashi, yeah. who is in the elevator having having yeah. followed with everyone else uh, says it was amusing to watch you try so another thing you should know about the culture of Wokir the people here follow a society that is built on a rigid on two pillars of their community
5: I hate rigid pillars well, I mean,
0: there unrigid is... pillars aren't really good at being pillars, so... Exactly! There are two of the orcs of Woke here.
3: Oh, pillars!
2: Yes. <laughs> there are two of the orcs of Woke here, two aspects of life. There is who one is as an individual, and their ideas and pursuits, and there is who one is to the community in which they belong. Often, these aspects of life are kept very separate and become entirely different personas within the idea of who it is to be an individual upon the planet. When a guard is acting as a guard, they do not do things that are not part of their life as a guard. When it is their job to stand and protect, they do not have much truck for idle conversation. If you wish to learn, you should find one whose role is to teach.
7: That seems,
5: that seems to
7: be an admirable clarity of purpose.
5: It seems rather is to me that assumes that we all get the chance to grow up. To be fair, you are
2: not expected to live by the same rules that they do.
5: Well, then why is he so mad?
2: Because he is doing his job and his role. Whether or not you follow his role, he would rather you respect his own
0: position.
7: It's like we talked about surprise everyone gets to learn to people in their own way. This is how these people have learned. We don't have to do the same. I
5: just think they're a bunch of spoil sports.
2: Uh, The elevator hits the bottom floor and the door opens. Immediately out the elevator. (laughs) I think you'll find that there is more fun to be had when you're not speaking to a guard. Try...
5: That's generally the case.
2: Try speaking to a barman. It is part of their duty to speak and to offer consolation.
1: Ah, Uh,
7: information. Ah, yes. Mandatory fun.
5: <laughs> However long we're on this planet, it might just be too long. Uh,
2: so uh meanwhile, uh, till nope <laughs> uh, you soar and cross the distance and your feet alight uh, on the steps of the monastery. Uh, As you look, there are a pair of individuals sort of standing on either side of the main entranceway, both of them decked in a variety of guns. But wearing not much else aside from basic clothing.
6: Till will sling Longshot over his shoulder, put it down on the stairs in front of him, unholster the Fierce Revolver, and just slowly and ceremoniously disarm himself like he was taught, and then sit at the bottom of the stairs with his weaponry in front of him and just wait to be approached
1: Hmm.
2: as you do uh, the door to the monastery opens Uh, and uh, a third individual uh, also orcish um, you've only seen a handful of people who weren't looked well, most of them and most of them that aren't are kardash or trolls
1: mm-hmm.
2: um uh but uh this this individual steps out uh, and you see that they are um feminine uh their entire head has been shaved except for a single um long braid that has sort of been tied around their neck almost like a scarf mm-hmm um uh as they step down and you can see that um the, they're they have no guns immediately on their front, mm-hmm. but you can sort of see there's a harness on their back that has a variety of pistols that sort of hang behind them almost like a cape of guns.
0: Um gun cape, uh, gun cape.
2: Uh, as as they uh, as, as they step down uh, to, to the bottom of the steps to look at you uh, they observe you briefly and then look down to the firearms you carry um, they kneel just for just a moment and place a single hand on each of the weapons you carry yourself with purpose and the essence of of your equipment speaks of your experience. Welcome to the monastery, child of the Iron Path.
6: My name is Til Wayland. My master is Beric Fellcutter. I am an initiate of the Iron Path. He carried the knowledge of this planet into the stars and found me a willing student. If his name means anything to you, I would honor him here in whatever way the masters of this monastery deem acceptable before asking my own requests.
2: I am Chakron Tol- toran, though you will know me as Keeper Garak. Or Keeper Garas. Should you wish to study your art here, you are welcome. Should you need rest, you are welcome. I would, should you wish to share it, No the history of my former master and his exploits outside of this place
6: he will nod and begin to stand and rearm himself and then just follow wherever she leads before beginning his recitation of his training under fellcutter's work
1: <laughs>
2: he will or she will lead you inside um and as you as you enter you see that uh the very first room in this monastery as you're familiar with that yours is a firing range
1: mm-hmm.
2: the the very the entryway of the of the monastery is a place of training because from the moment you enter the monastery you are a student mm-hmm. um and this is true of everyone even the masters uh and as is as is tradition, as as the keeper Garras uh, walks through, she takes a shot at every target she passes. None miss.
6: Phil will use the revolver, I think, in order to follow her example. Hmm? Mm-hmm. Since that's what he first trained on.
2: Hmm? Just make me an attack roll in
6: general. Okay. Uh, twenty-six. Um, For the twenty-six, none of yours miss. Excellent. <laughs> Good. I don't shit my pants walking through the front door. <laughs>
0: I, I made an excellent revolver. You use it well. Yeah, you did. <laughs> uh the uh
2: the, the expectation is if you it is as you seek entry, you take a shot at every target you pass, and if you miss one, you stop until you hit. Right. And do not proceed until you have hit the target. Mm-hmm.
7: mm-hmm.
2: Which means the more novice individuals might take a while to get <laughs> past the entryway.
6: Till we'll follow the keeper. Mm. Um and and- they will-
2: they will lead you into uh, basically an interior garden, um, where the materials used to cultivate ammunition. The, the The garden is a place where they grow the natural ingredients of their of their particular ammunition. Uh, it's very rare for an individual to load their own to to make their own ignition. Uh, for for ballistic ammo, because most people just get standardized magazines. Mm-hmm. Um, but this monastery seems to take pride in mastering all aspects of the firearm: the construction, the operation, the maintenance, and they seem to make make their own powder and case their own shells.
6: Um, as he goes in, if and if he sees any other monks or initiates around, he'd be keeping an eye out. And the main thing he'd be looking for is whether or not anybody uses energy or laser weapons or if everybody's carrying ballistic uh, armaments. Uh,
2: the vast majority are ballistic. Okay. Um, there are some energy energy weapons uh, okay. in use. Uh, and you suspect probably, as is similar tradition with the ballistic weapons, there are probably places where the individuals there learn to operate and maintain and construct the energy batteries that are used to handle those weapons as well but the garden is most prominent and most obvious of -hmm. of those places um uh and uh as as uh as she leads you into the garden she sort of lets a hand out and just sort of brushes past a couple of the plants uh, and finds a, basically a small meditation clearing, uh, like a small circle of stones in the center of the garden. Uh, and just sort of walks to the opposite end of it, turns around and sits.
6: And just gestures for you to sit on the other end of the ring. He'll sit down. And he looks at her right in the, right in like the the voice box level of the throat, not quite meeting her eyes. Mm-hmm. I met Beric Fellcutter on the night that I received this. Hmm. And he gestures to the corner of his face where all of you would have seen. He's got like a half-circle scar um, of an arc. Definitely looks like he got stabbed by a bottle. Hmm. Mm-hmm. During that period of my life, I was frequently a target. For those whose aggression outstripped their wisdom. Bellcutter believed that with the proper training. As someone who had been more often a victim. I might be able to protect those of similar origins to myself. Hmm. I was not a talented student for many years. Five, I struggled under his training And what I did not possess in talent, he taught me to make up for with effort. The neighborhood that we shared on Gilgamesh Station was eventually made safer by his teachings and leadership and refusal to accept the tyranny of the strong. After five years of training and with his guidance and knowledge, He judged me capable enough that, one morning, I awoke and he was gone. I stayed until circumstances pulled my course from that neighborhood as well, but his wisdom and teachings left it a better place in his wake and whatever good i did there in his absence (laughs) was defined by the example that he set for me
2: (laughs) it has ever been my master's habit to teach only until his lessons were no longer needed and then go to seek those who were in need He was never one to stay in one place for long. Though he left in his wake those who either would, or would teach those who eventually would, I am the one who elected to stay and keep this temple and see to each new generation of those who would walk the iron path. As I am sure my master taught you as well, the path of iron is not one of strength. It is one of resilience. (laughs) It is one of judgment and the power to effect change not by force, but by precision. And I felt that my most accurate shot, as it were, would be one that was fired not by my hand, but by a student that I would place in the
1: world.
6: Bill gets a little bit of a wry grin, and there's a glimmer at the corner of one of his eyes. <laughs> I think. I hear the echo of his voice in your words.
2: So tell me, why are you truly here, Till Wayland?
6: My companions seek information on Furiel Faust. They have voted me their leader. And therefore, we require the best knowledge of the dragon that we can achieve in order to most safely gain what is required of him.
2: You've explained to me why your group is here, Tilvaland. But why are you here? And as that question echoes in the air, that's where we're going to end for the week.
0: Say goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye everybody. Goodbye. goodbye.